All right, guys, welcome back, uh, episode three. And uh, today we've got Max Fritz on from Five Star Motorsports, uh, a pretty new uh, team on the on the grid and on the scene in general. But uh, they're they're doing well so far, right at the gate, which is awesome. Um, and before we kind of started up the podcast officially here, we were talking about some of the stuff that uh, you'll see in, in Max's room in the background there, and he's got a couple trophies by his helmets in the back. Uh, from some some karting championships, so maybe you can uh, tell us about those, and it's a good seg for maybe transitioning from a bit of real life racing into sim racing. Yeah, uh, thanks, and welcome all to to this podcast. And I'm pleasure to be here. To be honest, um, yeah, we were talking about uh, what is there in the background. Um, like, I did a lot of karting. I did motorsports since 1998, and uh, basically karting, obviously, um, and I'm now, yeah, more up into the sim racing scene. And during all that period, like sim racing has never left me. But uh, yeah, karting was always a part of my life. Uh, still is. I'm still doing this. And those two trophies that are back there are like, yeah, somehow the most important that I got over all the years. Like I have, I don't know, like. 150 poker, uh, trophies back at home where my parents live. So um, <laughs> I just picked I just picked the two most important to me that have the most meaning. So that basically uh, I just looked it up. Um, the uh, taller one that is more in the backside um, is for the European Championship 2012, I think it was, where we won the indoor karting championship. And the other one is for the German Championship, which we won. 2014, I think it was. I'm I'm not 100 sure. I think it was 2014. And yeah, so cutting is a big deal for me. <laughs> yeah. And are they? Uh, you said we. Is it? Is it like a team championship? Is it endurance or like what? What's the format? Um, yeah, it was both. To be honest, like we the, the trophy that you see back there, the taller one is for a single driver's championship, mm -hmm. uh, and the other one um, is a team championship. It was like um, a three-hour format, I think, where we were at my home track, to be fair. Um, and yeah, uh, we finished overall in second, I guess. Nice. Uh, which, to be fair, could have been better. But, you know, there's always room for <laughs> yeah. improvements. Yeah, totally. That's cool, man. We... Uh... One of the, one of the guys on my uh, the the graphite team, like my team that's been together for a long time, although now it's kind of more of just like a a social club more than like a, a racing club, you know? Uh, yeah. They, uh, one of them is in Belgium and he does like, they've got crazy long endurance races in karting, which is amazing. And it sounds like you guys do too, but it's not something we really have here or maybe I'm just not looking hard enough, but would definitely be cool to get into at some point. Yeah. Um, I guess sorry, go ahead. you will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you'll definitely find some races over there. Like, you have a local karting track where you can rent cars. I remember the World Championship um, KWC been hosted in America mm. uh, two years ago or something. And then because of the pandemic, it wasn't possible last year and obviously also not this year. So yeah, um, a good friend. Also, I think one guy you might know, Michael Shetler, uh, he came big out there. He won it. Um, I think it was 2020. No, no, no. 2019 then, obviously. Um, by the way, greetings to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, it's a cool stuff. And 
we also do a lot of endurance races. Like back in the days where I was, yeah, karting for German championships in the outdoors, um, like all the big names, you know, like the WSK series, the, um, yeah, the German championship, obviously, and stuff like that. And yeah, it was a single driver's championship more. Um, but then afterwards, um, once, you know, like motorsport is totally expensive. I think we all know that. And once I, my parents said, well, we would need to have to make the next step right now. Um, but it's not possible money wise because it was unlucky timing point in back in 2008, mm. uh, where we had the first crisis, uh, financial wise. And then, mm. yeah, you couldn't get any sponsors. You couldn't get, find anybody and you would have to back all. Um, you would have to back the next step by yourself. And that was just not doable for my parents um, moving from karting to like GT sport or uh, formal sport, which was way more ideal back then. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I started over um, driving for my local home track, several endurance races, 24-hour races. I think the hardest year we had was 2012 where we had uh, the World Championship, we had the European Championship, we had, um, I think, eight or nine 24-hour races uh, from April to October. Like, it was Crazy. totally insane. We, we we were practicing, like, every freaking Sunday out on the track and, you know, advancing, getting the next step, moving on, moving forward, improving ourselves and the smallest parts that you can imagine. Hmm. Uh, although it's only rental card you know like you don't have any influence on on the technical stuff like it's really just mm. um what can you do from your mindset we we did table to be honest um to to get the right mindset while driving like our boss was really uh he has sportsman and he knew things that's for sure and yeah. um he helped a lot in the success we had back in the days that's very cool. Was there a lot of traveling involved? Like it sounds like it would have been all yes. over the place. Yeah, it was. Obviously, only Europe. Like uh, we've never been out of Europe, um, but most of the races were done in Germany, apparently. But mm. still, we had a lot of races over in the Netherlands or in Belgium. Or um, I think the farthest we went was Austria one time, where we had an outdoor rental race. But yeah, you know um uh, that's super cool that's yeah yeah it's, it, we traveled a lot definitely yeah and so i guess a natural progression you know once uh i guess you know the hard realities of of motorsport and how much it costs to keep <laughs> going in it kind of set in you know uh you like a lot of other people you can continue to do it with sim racing so you know the natural jump is is into that and uh, you know, aside from, I guess, getting into your story from that, did you know anybody else in, in karting that uh, kind of transferred over at the same time or that like you knew from the grid then that you're seeing in, in the sim now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So many people, you cannot imagine that. It's like Sick. really um, a lot of people who ran apparently out of money because there's so many talented guys out there um, mm. that can achieve way more um yeah drive wise like what they're capable of to do um but they just ran out of money and like i just thought about it right now and i instantly know five names that that come to my mind that you know are now sim racers and and 
uh, the more I think about it, the longer the list gets, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. Still, I'm, I'm, I'm still doing uh, the German Endurance Championship on the outdoors, um, or I did at least until this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys that are doing this really, you know, I, I, I instantly would recognize 10 people only from, from that series, from that specific series that do sim racing as well. Like, Right, Sandro Petrosello, Michael Shuttler, and there are a lot of people, really, 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 a lot of people that come to my mind right now. Um, and apparently, once, and that's the big difference that, and also the advantage that sim racing has over real life racing, apparently, is um, once you have made your, your, your rig and you have a one time cost that is there despite like the monthly cost for iRacing service and stuff like that. Um, you have a, one big bunch of money that you need to invest. And afterwards, you can race almost every time, every day. You can go out and you can have fun with yeah. other guys. Um, and that is a really, really good thing about sim racing in general. Like, I think real-life motorsport cannot come close to that. Although, I have to say, only if it's karting, but real-life racing is also super fun like there's nothing that can give you that back that you get from real life racing that's that's for sure like Mm -hmm. i'm one of the guys that says sim racing is a true kind of motorsport but it's definitely different to real life racing like for sure it's it's not the same you can learn your handcraft but it doesn't necessarily mean if you're a good sim racer you're a good real racer or the other way around you know it can be or it's most likely going to be that way but it doesn't need to be yeah yeah there's certain things that once you get into a real car definitely going to change like physically there's so much more and you know there's definitely an all of a sudden an oh shit factor of <laughs> i can get <laughs> hurt or i can i can damage this car and it's going to toss yeah. the team a lot of money so yeah in german definitely... we say in german we say the popometer basically i don't want to translate that into english or the germans are there you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah so uh and just i guess you know now that you're into the sim and and that transition's been made um how's everything going with the team like you've been in it for a while and you've you've uh you know been racing in bigger championships before um but now you're you know managing five-star motorsport it's a new outfit you guys are i guess coming up on a year as a team right that's true that's yeah. true and uh first season with us as a team although i think many faces on the team are familiar with ivra and you know a lot of other drivers uh, on the grid would probably notice them too um so how have things been going for the team so far really good to be honest i'm in general happy um on the outcome right now we have a clear approach like I'm a really stricted man and I want to achieve things in a certain way. Like I'm really ordered and stuff like that. And <laughs> that sometimes is not a good thing. Uh, <laughs> but I think for, for getting where I want to be, um, that's, that's helpful at least. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. The thing is we started back over in, in October, 2020, uh, where I left Heusingfeld, um, where I was a driver for like, I don't know, four or five years um, from 2014. No, 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 no. I have been there from 2017. I started iRacing in 2014. That's that's the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been there for three years. And 
yeah, I wanted to do my own thing basically. Um, and we started over with like four or five people. And now I think we have 24 uh, inside, uh, inside the team. Um, great. And we have, yeah, yeah, it's totally great. And we have really, really, really good and fast drivers in there. Um, uh, we have Konstantin Scharf who just joined us uh, like two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, we have uh, Yellow Walters, we have Max Reed, Merlot, really, really quick drivers out there. Also Runa, and I, I don't need to name them all because like, I really know and appreciate their effort and what they do with the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're at the point where we have certain structures in the team. We have a pro roster, we have a pro-am roster uh, and an amateur roster because I want to achieve something with the team So and also give you know information and knowledge that we have back to guys that yeah start over with sim racing or that are looking for help and stuff like that. Um, so that we can have people who have ambitions and go up the order and are interested in going up the order. That's the most important thing um, that we do. Yeah, develop those guys to a level where they are able to race alongside us because, you know, it's so hard. It's really, really hard to find quick drivers out there since the pandemic last year. Um, things have changed so much within the scene. Um, and like money is a big deal right now. Um, if you don't have money, which we apparently do not right now, we, we are fully backed by ourselves and we do not have any sponsor at all. Um, I think because we're too young, uh, in general and, you know, um, that makes it a little bit more difficult to actually get good drivers, um, uh, not good drivers, but, the ultra high grinding, super really quick drivers. Like that's just not doable. Like if you want to compete on that level, um, I think that would also be stupid to say, um, we are here, we are one year there and we do want to compete against Kawanda or I don't know, that's, that's just insane, you know? Mm. Um, but as things have changed, uh, a certain grind is needed and we do have drivers there and I want to have a team that is able to be in top split each and every time. Um, not fighting for the win, maybe. Apparently, that was always the goal. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not stupid, and I know that driving against teams like Redline, Williams, and stuff—that's just, yeah, that's from that's another, right. yeah, that's from from a different planet. And yeah. we're on a good way there. Um, apparently, we couldn't do the last season, uh, considering 24-hour series, SCO, and also all the Ivar stuff, um, because we had a really poor timing on doing things on on setting up the new team Mm. Uh, so we basically ran through officials and we have been quite a bit under the radar for some time but i think now and i hope we will evolve in this right now in 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 the upcoming winter season basically yeah nice well at least a good time to to kind of get the team involved with each other and learn each other and you know build that that community within before all the big stuff comes up and all the the major stress starts (laughs) of uh (laughs) all these other series so you guys are in uh, in a few different things for Ivra with us. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, even internally, like, it seems like there's a lot of strong GT3 drivers, but you guys have some guys, too, that like to do prototype stuff. So you've got uh, Lamborghini and, and LMP2 in the, the Endurance Series. Mm-hmm. And then you've teamed up with RSO for entry in the GT Sprint Series. And then you've got the, the Porsche 718 in the, the Club Sport Series, too. 
So, well, actually, That's in right. Lars, you have Lars in um, Club Cup. And so the Club Cup, yeah. Kind of the, the full gamut, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, um, we we are open. We, we do like to, um, yeah, let them sort out what they want to do. Like, um, apparently, we need to have some series, and especially the Endurance series is, I think, the most known and biggest one out there in Ivra. Mm. Um, so we want to have teams all over the place. We just want to get known at that kind of state we are right now. Uh, not in the bad way, but in the good way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, that's that's where we're heading right now. And I think I'm there with Jörn. We're the only two drivers in the LMP2 for the whole season. Oof, and sadly, and sadly, I'm not there on the 16th of October, so I cannot make the second second race. But we're working on on getting another driver in, okay, uh, nice. maybe hopefully out of our own roster. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then we do have the Lamborghini, uh, who had quite a good run actually in in the first race, but got badly, badly, badly caught out in at the end, um, mm. and just finished in in ninth. Uh, yeah, after a big crash. Um, but we're really looking for, um, yeah, evolving as a team throughout the whole season in general and finish the best position possible. Mm. Um, because, you know, I think everybody's telling you this in Ivra, especially in the Endurance series, safety car periods are such a big deal and you can go up from like the back to the top so quick and the other way around as well. That, that's just yeah. that's just insane <laughs> and um uh yeah that's that's where we try to improve each and every time like we made some major major mistakes in in the first race um that were just up to us basically um to yearn and myself uh where yeah. we weren't aware of the rules which is annoying me a lot <laughs> that's just <laughs> what, what which part what happened um there was one thing where we entered pit road and um we passed the guy in the queue in front and it was a pos oh, fateful position line? in the pacing line exactly uh, uh and and Jern backed out totally and we got a porsche in our back and he said oh man i cannot back up more because he's like in my bumper uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah and then we got a 30 second penalty and we set that out apparently i protested it because uh i said well we were like going 15 kph in in the in the pit road like trying to not overtake the pacing line um yeah. but at the end of the day it still happened so i we protested for the other guys being too slow out on on the pacing line and we got <laughs> a penalty point for it <laughs> because it's our duty oh, apparently yeah. and right. yeah you know that just stupid like reflecting this and thinking about that afterwards you know oh my god what did i do there why did i protest that shit i know this is not right the way we did it so why did i protest it but yeah that's Lesson things learned. that happen things. Yeah. yeah that's that's things that happen in in the heat of the moment i'd say yeah and you definitely have a few other guys uh that are are new to ivra um oh, yeah. in general and you'd mentioned the safety cars catching people out a second ago how did they find it uh, in their first go? Uh, they enjoyed the pace cup period in general. Mm -hmm. Like it totally mixed up things and it's totally different kind of racing and each and everybody is saying the same 
in general it's mm -hmm. a different kind of racing it's not like in all the other big series or in the officials whatever you do where you really have like um to be maxed out you have a 24-hour sprint race in general that's yeah. totally not so in, in in the endurance or the club sport series take whatever you want to and maybe even also in the hyper x uh, series um as there may be safety cars as well so mm -hmm. um it's a different kind of racing and personally I'm triggered by this. Like um, in the in the real world racing that we had with the go karting, we also had pace car periods. A little oh, bit really? different to yeah, yeah. A little bit different to what we have in Ivra. Mm. Um, tactics can change so many things there um, that I really like thinking about this. Like not the um, only driving, sitting there and maxing out everything, but actually having to think while the race is happening. That is really enjoyable and makes it the most fun series that I've ever done. And that's why I'm always back and I always want to be in the grid, apparently. Nice. Uh, so that's, um, yeah, that's that's really the cool stuff I've done in sim racing so far. And appreciate that. And thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, uh, it's, I, it's good to see you back on the grid. A little hiatus last year with, uh, uh, you know, you were one of the drivers that were caught out by the one of the regulations that mm -hmm. we had of not being able to to transfer teams during the season or you know have a team with a certain number of drivers uh so you know definitely good to to see you and some other people back for the same reason uh as we get into the new one um with you guys in endurance you've got uh a couple of the other guys in club sport how did they do in their first race oh wow Let's not talk about that. <laughs> no, not a good one. <laughs> no, no. I know, not, I know they, said they had setup issues, but uh... yeah, yeah. No, the, the thing was, um, actually, the club sport series is there for our um, uh, sorry AM roster. Like they shall learn the endurance stuff um, in general and how to behave on track and learn different uh, or learn multi-class racing because that's different to single-class racing apparently, mm. um, and. and so we had the AM team in there, and they had a really poor setup. Um, I couldn't help them, unfortunately, because I was on vacation. And um, yeah, Dion just posted me a picture as the race was running uh, about the setup, and I said, "Oh wow, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> that's not, oh, that's not good." Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, no harm on him because he didn't know the GT4s at all, and he just mm. clicked what he felt was right for him. But yeah, then the race came and they were like, oh my God, they're running away out of the straight for us. Um, yeah, and that was a little bit ridiculous. And they got caught out so bad. And I think at the end they finished in, I don't know, it was 14 GT, GT4s or 15 or something like that. And they finished in 13. So really not an all too good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they that that's okay. Uh, that's okay. I'm totally fine with that because they shall involve. They shall learn. They shall get better with the time. And... Actually, for them, I don't really like care the end position. I just want to see the progression that they do. I want right. to see, okay, in half a year, when the season is done, basically, where do we stand? Have they learned? Have they improved? You know, can we actually go on with them, or is it better to 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 skip that part or whatever? It's like a little bit trial and error in in certain ways i'd say with mm -hmm. with all of the team to be honest like um we were there thinking about things what we could do and shall we do the pro-am roster shall we not 
shall we do the AM roster? Shall we do all this kind of stuff um, to have a community, not only a team out of 10 people or whatever, like really a community that is living and that is vibing um, and that push each other. And that is starting right now um, because summer here in Europe has yeah, changed, like it's gone and now all the, the grind is there. Like I like to see that we have each and every day like three or four guys hanging out in voice chat, doing things, doing driving, whatever, um, enjoying, having fun. That's that's cool to see. Yeah, that's awesome. Super important. And good that like like you said, you know, now the grinds here kind of uh like work real life other stuff gets into mm -hmm. a higher gear that they're still hanging out that's awesome um yeah. and do you think like that will be able to continue throughout the fall because you guys have uh i think some other series that you're going to do too right like are you guys qualifying or trying to qualify for neo or seo yeah we did both or we are going to do both because the 24-hour series just happened and we didn't qualify i can say that in front because Preparation wasn't good enough from our side, um, mm. which was a thing. But, you know, we're there to learn. Um, and if we don't make mistakes, we cannot evolve. That's just basically the thing. We just need to take away. It, it doesn't matter to blame anybody. Just, you know, we need to take away what we did wrong. Just like looking into it. Okay, it happened. Why did it happen? Okay, that's the reason. Don't do it again. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're trying to go with that approach over to the SEO pre-qualifying, which should be in about three weeks time. Is it three weeks or four weeks? I don't know. I think I um, saw something that like registrations open two more weeks or something like that. So yeah, exactly. And pre-qualifying, yeah, must be about uh, three weeks. Um, yeah, and then we want to get the spot in SEO as well. Like nice. we, our pro roster shall concentrate on, shall concentrate on, 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 Neo or 24 hour series. I know Casper doesn't like uh, <laughs> naming it Neo. Um, and, <laughs> and also, um, yeah, uh, doing the SEO. Basically, that was the main reason, or yeah, what we wanted to get the guys done in our pro roster. Nice. And uh, hopefully, they can qualify for SEO because otherwise, we have a lot of drivers who need a job. Like needed to do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, that's funny. I even even I said Neo. Still, it's, it's like old habits. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, um, the Discord channel with us was called Neo in the first place, and I just changed it because I know Casper doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all right. Um, so then, if you don't end up getting into that, or you know, you have these drivers like you said that are looking for stuff, what do you guys think you'll do um, just for competing? Like, just do officials? Do you think you'll like, are there other series um, just kind of like, you know, for fun, so to speak, that, that are happening that you'll do? Um, yeah, I know that a lot of, or not, like, not a lot, it's like four or five people doing the BSR MX5 series oh, as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, they can do whatever they want. Like, we are not a team that is strictly concentrated on, yeah, you have to do this or you have to be around for practicing purpose or whatever. That's um, not the way we handle things we are going like okay um if there's an event like a pre-qualifying for whatever series the guys will form up for themselves like they know okay we need to practice we need to put in time because we have to drive against teams like redline kuanda and whatsoever um so to get a spot in a 
really tight grid is super, super difficult. And then you need to put in time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I believe that people will come and bring the time by themselves. They are interested in racing. They want to compete in the series. So they're going to bring their effort. Um, mm -hmm. So the worst case scenario would be we also do not qualify for the SCO, but then we would stick to officials from the team management side and mm -hmm. shift the drivers over to Ivra or whatever we have enough to do, to be honest. Yeah. Like all, only with Ivra, we have like four series going on, like HyperX, yeah. uh, Endurance, Club Sport, and Club Cup apparently. Um, so there's a lot to do. We can mm -hmm. definitely find something to race. I, I sure. think that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. And even in official, like we've got a lot of new content, which is awesome. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if you've been driving it much, but you know, the new, the 992, the Ferrari upgrade, which is, I, I, I really like it. Uh, Hungaroring, a couple other tracks. Uh, what are you liking with the new stuff so far? Or at least the last I, build? I really love the 992. It's <sighs> it's sick. Not even it's not even in any way comparable to the 991 that was there. Like apparently, I have not driven such car in real life, so I, I know there are a lot of guys uh, saying, "Oh, that doesn't feel like in real life." Well, yeah, apparently you don't have the popometer, so <laughs> 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 uh, it, it, it will feel different. That's just the thing um, with sim racing and real racing going on. Mm. It's um, yeah, but but the cup Porsche is so good, the new one, and I'm really sad we didn't put uh, in a nomination for the uh, Club Sport Series uh, on mm. the 992 um, because I really did not enjoy at all the 991 Cup Porsche. So I said, well, if 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 the 992 is just closely like the 991, then I'm not happy with it, and I, I didn't want to do it. So. Mm. That's why we backed out of the Club Sport Series for that reason in the 992. And then the 992 came out and I drove it and I said, oh my God, this car is so nice. <laughs> Effing hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to do the Club Sport Series as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I think it would be fun. And you know, from the first race, uh, I think, I don't know, maybe the incidents were down compared to, to last year. It's, it's hard to say, but uh, it's definitely easier to manage like you said than the 991 so you know the racing you know you can kind of just get that little bit extra in in, in your margins to to battle with people whereas before mm -hmm. it's like you know this sudden rear snap or something would just yeah terrify you it, it, exactly that rear snap is something that i wanted to mention right now like the 991 had a super understeer and then that snap oversteer all of a sudden uh, and in the 992, and also in general, also with the new tire model on the GT3, you are actually able to control the freaking car. Like, you, mm. if the car oversteers also a little bit more, then you're still able to catch the car. And that's something I really enjoy about all the new development on the tire model. Um, like, it was in, in the early days, it was like one time a little bit over the slip angle and you were just gone like you couldn't yeah. catch the car anymore and that's definitely gone with the new update and that's really what i like and i like the direction this is going into yeah um either if it's if it's real or not like at the end of the day we need to enjoy what we do here and in the first place earlier i didn't enjoy it that much and i really like the approach that iRacing did right here mm -hmm. um i feel it's way 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 better than before yeah, and the tire update too, like you just said with the tires uh, on the GT3s, feels pretty great as well. Totally, totally. Yeah. It is it is super cool. Like um, the only thing, the only downside, what I 
do not like that much is the drop off that they have. Like the first two or three laps, like your five to six tenth, or apparently depending on uh, what track you do. But like it's really a lot faster, and then the tire goes down, but then it sticks. Um, and I remember reading through the patch notes and it said, well, it shall be that way that you have like super high grip for the first five to six laps. And from karting, I can say that is true. It is this way. Mm -hmm. Like in karting, when you put on the super soft new rubber from whatever brand you want to take, um, it was really like that. You go out there in the qualification, you have like eight to 10 laps, which are spot on. And then afterwards, tire goes down like two to three tenths, and that's the only thing which I think is a little bit too much. But I apparently don't know it. Um, like in in in, in i racing, the drop off is too big. Like your mm -hmm. your six to I tested it on the Nurburgring, and I was like seven ten faster in the very first lap. Um, and yeah, afterwards it shifted a little bit, and I was like seven tenth down and could hold that at that level. Um, so that was, I personally feel it's too much. Um, but you know, just for that that's part, just my yeah. personal feeling. Yeah, yeah. That's, mm -hmm. that's just my personal opinion on it. It may be true. It may be not true. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I think, uh, I think they're definitely doing a good job though across the board. And it's cool to see uh, some of the, the partnerships they're making. And this new announcement they had the other day with, with Mercedes is super cool. Oh, uh, yeah. And really interesting uh, with the 2022 model. Um, I'm really um, sorry to interrupt you there, but I'm really keen on knowing if Mercedes is actually handing out the data on on, on their W12 car. I really cannot imagine that, to be yeah. very honest. I, I, I cannot imagine that they hand out, well, we had the spring at that point and that angle and, you know, like the stiffness and stuff. No. I don't believe that. <laughs> Especially with the amount uh, of time that Max spends on on, uh, uh, <laughs> on <high> racing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Not so Lando, apparently. And yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but super cool. We're gonna see that. Uh, any anything that you have on your kind of like wish list for for things that that they would get, like tracks or cars rain, or rain, oh, rain, 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 so rain, rain, rain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Uh, I, I'm really keen on on rain. Um, also, maybe if I'm not that good on rain, I don't care. <laughs> you know, like it's just super fun to drive, and I want to yeah. see rain out there. Yeah, um, yeah. So that could mix things up. Imagine having an Ivar endurance race, having a safety car period, and you need to decide: well, do I stick with slicks or do I go for 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 rain? Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, Tyres like what amazing. the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's definitely going to give it a total different crunch yeah. once again. Like that's taking. Any official going to Ivra and learning that you need to think about tactics, and then you have like the Ivra thing basically, and then there comes rain, and that's like the <laughs> yeah. same step again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm, it's, I'm it's... really looking forward to it too. And I was saying mm -hmm. to, um, I think, I think in our first podcast with Manuel, uh, just like I don't, you know, I don't know how they're going to set it up, but it would be amazing if somehow there was like a like a forecasting model that was incorporated so mm -hmm. that, you know, as part of, you know, your, your engineering wall for any team, you could see the radar of the rain moving in to like, you know, make predictions about, okay, like, oh, is it going to start to sit in this time frame? Like we see a big cloud coming, maybe it's like, you know, can yeah, we, can we get these be... five extra laps? Like that would be uh, ridiculous. 
that would be so sick to be really honest that would be so yeah. so sick and um apparently that's not too undoable like you know uh our factor um has such a system like oh, yeah. um yeah yeah they have like if you if you're in the game and you can script apparently or you can make dynamic weather mm -hmm. and you go in there and then you see like uh the minutes going on then you will see okay well in like i don't know 15 20 minutes or something like that I, i'm not 100 sure how the system works uh, but you can see okay well then this rain is going to happen in 50 minutes or something like that um i haven't been around with our factor since like i don't know quite some time but that was a system that was enabled four or five years ago already so that's definitely i think that should be doable yeah um, yeah even if it's like something it, somebody builds is like a an app or something mm -hmm. like that maybe mm -hmm. yeah. but that should be doable i mean um iRacing is way more complicated in that point because they uh, really calculate clouds and stuff like that and mm -hmm. you know that's way different to what what Arfactor can do but mm -hmm. yeah uh, i think that's if they have uh, the downside of that is if they have all the data why shouldn't they make um yeah forecast available like yeah there's no reason for it <laughs> yeah i mean it would make sense to me too to add it absolutely um yeah. I think uh, tracks for me, I think Fuji would be amazing to have. Uh, Do you? Especially with uh, with endurance stuff. That'd be sick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's there's also like, there's so many tracks I keep learning about. Uh, like they mentioned the ones from, there's two, I think, from Australia that they're, they're bringing out. Uh, Do they? Oh, I have missed which, that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I had no idea about them in general. Apparently they're good tracks. It's just... There's so many tracks everywhere that you know what I mean. Just mm. keep learning as we go, or we'll see them in there. <laughs> yeah, there there's so many great tracks out there in the world that would be great to see. Um, like I love to see Coda coming in. Like I know a lot of people mm -hmm. hate Coda, but I love Coda. I really yeah. enjoy racing there. Mm -hmm. um, I think the the combination of the first part of the track is insanely good. Yeah. Um, so. I'm looking forward to have the endure race there. Or oh is yeah, there, man. Oh, no, the, yeah. Is is there an endure race? I don't know. Even I think uh, Neo has the some series. race in there. Yeah, I think. Is it, it comes to mind for some know. reason? No, maybe not this season. Yeah. But for oh, you know what it is? GT Sprint. I think it's in that maybe. Oh yeah. In the second season. Whatever. Coda. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's it's true though. I think uh, I think Coda's. Um, I think it's one of those tracks that it's like it's super super technical and there's all these tiny nuances to it that just until you learn them you hate it because you're like why the hell can't i figure this out why can't i get fast here mm -hmm. um and it is a really really difficult track but once you kind of i guess just spend the time uh mm -hmm. learn it a little bit better it, it really is a very good track yes it, very, it, it's very exactly difficult. that it's exactly that like the first mm -hmm. passage um with the opening up s's that you have uh each and every time and like i mean there are s's so you have yeah. to predict uh, you have to know okay where can i go how much can i load the tire and stuff like that and you need to feel that and i get that a lot of people may be racing on higher or, or lower hardware will get frustrated because they don't feel enough on the car and stuff like that and then mm. well it's difficult for them to actually get through those corners like yeah. i can imagine that or kind of maybe i'm totally wrong but 
you know, that's what I think about it. Mm -hmm. There's definitely changes that you can you can feel too with with certain types of equipment. Like, uh, I mean, I'm still on a G29, and I actually I showed Yearn uh, and Claude in, in Five Star this yesterday. I, I basically <laughs> like I'm on the floor right now, kind of like sitting through my uh, what my, my floor <laughs> unit thing. It's yeah, it's hilarious. Um, I, I got this rig that like uh, like the next level F FGT light, which is is great it's just the one that i got was like slightly off centered with the with the the base that you sit in and where the wheel goes so it was kind of like okay like this all the time so just like you know sent it back um and so that's that's kind of my rig right now but anyways the point of it is uh between like a g29 and like trying out direct drive uh for the first time i guess a couple of years ago it's substantial like the, the just the differences in what you can feel you know, and will you yeah. like get a ton faster from it? Probably not. You'll probably gain a little bit between that and pedals, though, just because you can feel so much more, mm. especially with pedals. Probably, I um I'm totally on your side that um pedals is a way bigger deal than than actually dri uh, the driving wheel, like the direct drive or whatever you use. Um, mm. the only I, I mean, I switched to a direct drive wheel like half a year ago or something. And the biggest difference that I could recognize instantly was just that if you get into the slip angle, into the extreme areas of the car uh, where it gets close to um, yeah, having oversteer or understeer, you just basically feel it way earlier mm. than with all the other hardware. Like, um, I mean, there are filter effects and stuff going on. And I read through that before I bought the wheel and it's just that you can feel more. It actually doesn't make you faster on, on the steering wheel side. What definitely is going to make you faster because it's making you more consistent um, mm. is pedals, definitely. Mm. Like uh, I was starting over with a G27 back in the day uh, when I started over iRacing. And oh no, I actually had a DFGT, like a driving force. Uh, that was what I started with uh, back in 2014, and uh, sitting on my table, like uh, back, like over there, like on your desk, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, nice. on the on the desk, and yeah, you know, like with my office chair that was keep rolling back, <laughs> and, and I raced yep. on a single screen, like, like uh, there's so many changes to the hardware that I did throughout the years, like all of us apparently, like the market is evolving insanely, mm. and um, I remember. Getting my first Heusingfeld pedals, uh, the first uh, I had um, pro pedals, yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. pro pedals. And I mounted them <laughs> uh, on my chair and I was hitting the brake pedal and I was like, just okay, that's not back. working. <laughs> I was just I was just sitting like half a meter back and I just, okay, I need something. And I went down to my, to my parents' room and then, um, yeah, I got some wood. And uh, <laughs> made a whole wooden wood, uh, a wooden rig. Sorry, nice. yeah. <laughs> a, a wooden rig, and uh, uh, had a carding seat uh, where sat in uh, with the G27 wheel, and then the uh, uh, pro pedals back down Sweet. there. And yeah, that was such a big deal. Like the difference was insane. Like yeah. um, now I'm sitting here with a 49 inch, my super cube, <laughs> and and the sprint pedals, and really enjoy racing way more than you could ever have imagined it. Like when I started over with sim racing in 2003, like yeah. I was sitting in on, on my 17 inch, uh, I don't know what it's called, like uh, old monitor 
um, that is super long, super wide and stuff like that, you know, yeah. um, and, and racing on such a small visual size, like it, it was ridiculous. It's crazy. Where we have come is, is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And there's so many different brands now that, uh, I guess are in the market and it's funny, just preferences that can kind of come about for everybody. Like some people, you know, like you've got your ultra wide, some people like triples, some people like VR, mm-hmm. um, and just, I guess, how everybody's perceiving it and, and driving in it. What's, uh, what kind of, what's your brand of, uh, of wheel and have you tried different ones or did you kind of just get that and stick with it? I have an Usher wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old F28, I think it's called, or 26, I don't know. And um, it's super good. Like, the quality is really good. Shout out to Asha Racing here. Like, I have never, ever had any wheel that is that good quality-wise. Nice. Um, yeah, sitting here with the Simicube 2 Pro. Um, yeah, just enjoying the thing, basically. Um, one thing that is coming up right now really heavy is uh, hydraulic pedals. Like, you know, the braking, oh, yeah. the brakes being hydraulic and stuff like that. And one day I will definitely go out and have a hydraulic pedal set. Um, because either way, it doesn't matter what pedals you get, as long as you have the rubber to it, it doesn't feel natural to me personally. Like, mm. it's just a hard thing that you press for some yeah. reason uh, at the end of the day. Like, you can, it, the harder it gets, apparently, like, it, makes you more consistent in your in your muscle memory and stuff like that but at the end of the day um i would really enjoy to feel the progression of the of the pedal like not just slamming against the wall that is consistently like kind of having like pressure back towards you just like yeah exactly like you know in a hydraulic pedal when you when you drive your personal private car you know like you can actually really uh, have a good feeling on the pedal and the more you press it the higher the force gets and stuff like that and pressing like i'm pressing it right now actually and it just feels somehow quite the same like the resistance mm-hmm. is coming way too late and then in too much progression there's just so many so many things that right could be way easier if you have a hydraulic pedal set mm-hmm. so interesting i'm really keen on testing something like that out in the future to be honest yeah so with uh with like load cells like that or hydraulic, do you get like, you know, your left leg is like jacked like an arm like an arm wrestler and <laughs> on one side, mm-hmm. and the other yeah. like your right leg is just a noodle, or is it like not too much work to to press into it? Well, it is. Well, when you're coming from the G twenty nine, well, that's definitely a thing for you um, <laughs> to anybody who comes from a g29 to such a pedal set like um you have to press like you have to bring up force actually to mm-hmm. make it work though you can still shift so many things like you can um set different kilograms uh, that you need to press and you can change in game on how much force you want to have so this is really up to you uh, personally on, on on what you like Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, yeah, I, I like a very hard pedal just to make my braking style really consistent, like right. not, uh, yeah, shifting around on brakes and stuff like that. Like actually being able to trail brake that, that getting that with the rig is such a big deal to actually getting faster, mm. um, that you really need to sort that out and 
that's just a total personal thing. Like I, I get that there are a lot of people enjoying racing on a G29 because you, it's just easy for them because they have the muscle memory and they don't like, oh, well, I need to press like, uh, I don't know, 10% now. And then I need to press like 50% for the next corner and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't feel natural to me personally. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely way different. Just like, you know, it is a certain amount of length versus pressure for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's, uh, what do you think will be your next big upgrade? I mean, it sounds like you've got a pretty solid rig right now. Um, I think I'm pretty much done. Uh, the next thing definitely would be a hydraulic pedal set. And I think I'm finished. Like that's it. Yeah, that's just, I'm not too much into the motion kind of thing. Although I always speak about the popometer to just <laughs> <laughs> keep that going. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I'm not hundred percent sure if that would actually make me better. Um, I know there are guys out there who have a full motion rig and stuff like that. And mm. if like, for example, driving the LMP2 on Belle Isle, well, you get back pain afterwards if, if if you put that too hard and it's pretty bumpy that's not kind of <laughs> what i want <laughs> yeah yeah i know actually one of the guys on our team uh, at graphite he uh he's got one and sometimes his back he actually does have to take breaks because he really? just like he'll have oh, some back man. pain and he just can't take the the shaky bumpiness of it when that flares up so yeah definitely i can thing. totally understand that totally yeah. understand that and that's why I don't want to have any like butt kickers or whatever. Like that's, yeah, I think not going to happen for me, but well, never say never. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, true. Fair enough. Well, cool, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks for jumping on. Uh, and you know, hopefully everybody out there listening, enjoyed it today. Uh, any, any sponsors that are looking to sponsor a team that doesn't have sponsors right now, you know, you know, <laughs> where to, where to contact Max. Um, any last words, uh, before we sign off here, man? Yeah. Well, um, Thanks for having me here uh, yeah. as the third guy in, in, in this uh, exclusive round that we are right now. <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and I'm just keen to keep digging, you know. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Well, looking forward to seeing how you guys are going to do uh, on the grid this year in, in all four of our series, uh, especially with a lot of uh, new guys to the team and to Ivra. Uh, kind of see their adventure unfold in front of us here. Um, and uh, yeah, next week we'll we'll be back to normal on, on Wednesdays, hopefully. We got uh, our schedule kind of figured out a little bit better. This week was a little hectic. Uh, so thanks for coming on last minute, Max. Appreciate it. Um, no problem. And Thank you. Yeah, we'll see everybody next week, Wednesday night.